Well, hello everyone. Carrie Beck here with How to Homeschool My Child. I know we may have some new people here. I was trying to check on Facebook on my phone, sort of keep up with it. It's hard to keep up with the comments here, but hey, today we're coming back here. It is Homeschool Coffee Break, where we give you ideas to stop the overwhelm and give you the confidence to homeschool so that you can actually go take a homeschool coffee break. Um, today we're talking about an elective that is near and dear to my heart. I will just tell you, this is something that actually as a child, yes, as a child, probably eight or nine years old, I was doing this. So you may have a child that wants to do this too. You may have a teenager, or maybe you're here to listen and find out more about it for yourself. Oh, check on Facebook. Yes, we get echoes sometimes. There we go. Hello, Cherry. I was trying to get to the video that's going on. What we want to talk about is how to start a family business this summer. Now, that didn't mean I'm going to give you every detail you've ever needed to know. Oh, my God. Excuse me. Oh, my goodness. I love these glasses, but I dropped them on the way to a coffee shop on a sidewalk and it cracked. And so the, one of the pieces comes out. Okay, so this is all about starting a business. I love this. I think it's awesome. As a child, I remember going door to door and selling things. There was this thing, this um, catalog called Current Stationery, and I would go door to door and sell it to my neighbors. And you could buy like 12 cards for a dollar back then. Now you're lucky to get one card for a dollar, <laughs> unless you go to Dollar Tree. You know, but then, um, you know, just as I got older, I always had an entrepreneurial spirit. I married someone who has an entrepreneurial spirit. And so we continue to have our own business. In fact, Steve started his own business back in 1985. It was a remodeling, uh, a co contracting business. Then he came online when we needed to move from Texas to Idaho. And then came back a few years later, he went back into the remodeling business. I would love for you to answer this question, whether you are listening to the live or the replay or podcast. You are here for a reason. Are you here to find out for yourself how you could help pay the bills or how you could have a side hustle at home while you're also homeschooling? Is it for you mostly? Or is it for a teenager that is very interested and has some ideas on how to start a business, but you're not quite really sure if this is going to work? Um, or maybe it's your whole family wants to start a business and do this together. Please leave a comment um, wherever you are listening to this. And I would just love to hear where we are in this journey. So what I want to talk to you today about is sort of brainstorming your idea. Tomorrow on Tuesday, July 11th, I'm going to be talking about strategies and things you can do to make money online. And I believe there's a link wherever you're watching this to be able to go and um, uh, sign up for that. It's a free class, five ways to make money online. If you are listening to this after I've done that live, there may be the possibility that you can watch a replay. The replay is usually up for about a week, week and a half. It just sort of depends. So that would be something to consider. But I would encourage you to go sign up. That will that will really dig into details about making money online. Today, I'm talking about just businesses in general. Because you have to understand, there are a lot of different kinds of businesses. But let's start with just a brainstorming activity for you, for your teenager, for your family. You could do this as a family. 
What I would like for you to do is get just a piece of paper and write down at least 10 ideas that you would think, oh, I would love to do that kind of business. Write them down. Now, you may not have time at this very moment, but brainstorm. And this may be an exercise that you do for two or three days because you never know you're going to get some ideas. I know I write better if I write over time than just instantly and having to publish something. So come up with at least 10 ideas. So there's step number one for you, your teen, or your family. Number three, I mean three, number two, can't even count. Number two is circle the ones that you or someone in your family or your teenager has some sort of expertise. Whatever that is, if you're a tech person, maybe going online is something you could do. Maybe you have a, a girl in our, one of our masterminds that quilts, that is her expertise and she is building a business on teaching others how to quilt and making patterns out of that. So she has expertise in that. So. Circle the ones you have expertise. Number two, square the ones that you have a passion for. Things that you truly want to serve other people with. So 10 ideas. Circle the ones that you have expertise on. And then square the ones that you have passion for. And then I would set it aside for a day or two. And then I would come back to it and rethink, are those answers true about you or about your teenager or about your family if you're working with your teenager i would sit down and talk with them if you're working as a family let's have a, a family meeting so now you've got some ideas if any of those ideas have a circle and a square around them those are the ones you need to start with what are you going to do with those ideas you're going to start researching and it's so easy now because we have the internet back when we taught this and video, like in the 1990s and 2000s, we didn't have the internet as well, but you can go online and actually research these. So what you want to do is look to see, first of all, don't think, um, oh, there's no competition. That's where I need to go. That is not the way to think, because if there's no competition, it may be because no one is interested in that topic. So you want a balance between a little bit of competition and then is there a market for it as well? So as you're going through and researching online, I want you to look and think, is this a business that I would go online with or is it a bricks and mortar? There is not, a, first of all, there's no right or wrong answers to anything that I'm sharing. You need to just go through and look and look at just type in words that you would think people would want, would type in to see if there's a business. And you might type that word in and go business opportunity or market research. Add some words to help you dig down and find out if this is something that would be plausible for you. So first of all, you need to know, is there a market? Are people even looking for these ideas? Are they going to these places in your local community? Now, and one way you could, um, if you're doing a bricks and mortar business, one thing that you could do is go to your chamber of commerce or the small business association. I know that our small business, it's either association or organization, um, they offer free counseling. So take advantage of that. They will help you write a business plan. 
So after you've done your research, if you're doing something pricks and bricks and mortar that you can just do here, then I would encourage you to either go talk to the Chamber of Commerce or Chamber of Commerce is going to want to sell you a membership. The Small Business Association is going to want to help you. So there's two ways you can think about it. So is there a market? Are people interested in this? Well, not just are they interested, because there's a lot of people interested in homeschooling, but all they want is freebies. You need to determine, are they willing to spend money? And I'm going to tell you one of the best places to find out. Go to Amazon or eBay. People that go to Amazon or eBay are buyers. Take your words, take your topics, go there and see if things are selling. Now, if you find a book in Amazon that is like $3 billion, that may not be the right topic. But if you find books in the thousands and ten thousands, that may be a topic that you want to pursue because people are spending money on that. So is there a market? Is there competition? You do want some competition. Competition is good because it means that people are competing for the money that's actually out there. And then after that, you need to think, okay, I've narrowed it down. What will I sell? And how will I sell it? Will I set up a store here in town? Or will I set up a shop online? Or will I set up a blog or a podcast and I make money off the advertising? Now, that's very difficult, but that is a possibility as well. So you need to get creative and think about this. Now, I want to tell you too, Steve, my husband, did this with Hunter when he was about eight or 10 years old. Hunter's always had ideas of you can go listen to some of our past interviews, always had ideas on how to make money, ways that he sold um, marshmallow guns that he would make out of PVC pipe. There was a time he hired a, sing, a young dad to come and paint those. And he was like, I'm not doing that again. It's taken away from my profit. He would rather use his time, but he was only 15 years old, than pay someone to do that. And let me tell you, I don't know how many different ways they went looking for ways to paint those PVC marshmallow guns, but another story. All right. So he wanted to do something with dogs. So Steve said, okay, then write down 10 ideas of things that you could do with dogs. And let's talk about how plausible they are. Some of the ideas that they came up with, dog walking, walk some dogs in the neighborhood and someone may pay me for it if they're you know, working full-time outside of the home. Dog sitting, you know, if they go on vacation, either they, the dog can come to our house or I can go over and watch the dog. Now, obviously, as an eight-year-old, he couldn't go by himself, but dog washing. Who wants to wash a dog? That would be another idea. So you can take one topic, and there's only three ideas, and then spread it out and come up with a bunch of ideas. Or you could come up with a dog training book. If you want to go online, dog training ebook or dog training e-course. How do you train dogs? How do you run a dog training business? How do you run any of these dog businesses? Those could be ideas on how you could make money online. The first war, um, bricks and mortar. I know not everyone's going to have an actual storefront, but they are real life businesses that we do here locally. So we could say local or online. And that's what we need to pay attention to. Now, the dog thing, if I were doing this again, I would go to Amazon and go and type in whatever dog topic you want and see what the books are about. 
Not that you want to copy it, but you could create an ebook. You could create a freebie, some sort of freebie that you give and they give you their email. Now I'll talk more about that tomorrow in the five ways to make money online. But so there are some ideas or you might even go to a course. How does a family take care of a dog? What is and then find out what's the biggest problem that people have in taking care of a dog and then develop an online product for that as well. Susan's here says interest in online business ideas for my teens. We are missionaries overseas. Traditional jobs are just not possible for them. And hello, Jen, as well. You know, that is really true. I will come back and tell you if you weren't here at the beginning. Um, I told my little story about being an eight-year-old and going door to door. Uh, That's probably back when it was safe. My mom would actually let me go by myself. That was back in the 60s. All right. But one of the things that I don't know that I said this, Steve had an on uh, a remodeling contracting business here in town for about 10 or 15 years. And we decided we were going to move from Texas to Idaho because he was going to go to seminary. You cannot take a remodeling contracting business all the way to Idaho. You, you would be starting from ground, ground zero, trying to make money and build the contacts and the reputation, which takes a few years to actually do. So this is where we really dove deep and went completely online. There was a time that first year he was doing Google AdSense, which are those ads that Google shows everywhere. And this was in a whole different world. But I remember we had been in Idaho one month and he was doing a strategy he had learned. He was making $500 a day on that. Now, that strategy doesn't work. Google's changed its algorithms a gazillion times since 2004. But we automatically and basically realized you can make money online. So, Susan, I would encourage you. I've talked about topics. I'm, this is a really basic class basically to tell you some ideas i would encourage you to if you, i don't know when you join but if you did not hear the stuff about doing research going through passions going through your expertise i would go back and listen to the beginning of the video do your research on ebay and amazon and then i would sign up for tomorrow's class which is five ways to make more money online a lot of the people will have a business, but if you are smart and you are starting, you can use the strategies that I share tomorrow to start a business because so many people start an online business and they don't do the foundation. They do not get it started correctly. And so that's what I would encourage you to do. Use this as the research ideas, the, the process to figure out the topics. And then tomorrow you'll hear more strategies because that's a, almost an hour-long class. And so if you have teens and they are interested in this, I would get them online. Now, having said that, I do know that sometimes you got little rules in different countries of how you can advertise and do this, that, and the other. Unfortunately, that is not my expertise. But you should be able to use some ideas um, that we are teaching and then apply it and just make it work with whatever topic you want, whatever niche, whatever country you're in as well. Now, if y'all have questions, so she just signed up. If y'all have any other questions, let me know. Thank you for sharing that she's here for teens. If you are listening to the replay or the live, let me know. Are you here for youth? 
a lot of moms want to make some extra money to help pay the bills. Are you here for your teenager? Are you here for your whole family to, to develop a family business? In closing, I will tell you about our family business. When we were in Idaho, we actually were a family business. And we were continued even when we moved back here to Texas. Because our kids were totally involved. Even when we would go to book shows at, for the homeschool book shows, kids ran the booth. They made a percentage, and Steve and I went off and talked uh, at the different sessions, the workshops that we were offering. So that was one way. Gentry ran the shipping um, and customer service. I mean, high school and college. Ashley helped us with our travel plan. She was a liaison. She would actually do a lot, not really customer service, but she actually had her own online business. And then she would help us with a lot of the other type of activities. Hunter, Hunter played sports until he graduated from high school. And then Gentry was leaving. And then he took over the shipping and the um, accounting, the bookkeeping and the um, customer service email as well. They've all worked in, in our business. They all know how an online business works. They're not running one, but they know how to do it if they ever need to. That was one of our goals, one of our desires, so that they were never totally dependent on an employer. Now, having said that, I do want to tell you, if you do something like this, I personally believe that you need to pay your children well. We always paid our kids more than minimum wage. We paid our kids so well that their friends kept asking, does your mom or dad have a job that I could have? Um, no, sorry. It pretty much stayed in the family business. Plus, they understood our business. They understood the products and everything from there as well. So I do not believe in employing children for free. Now, if you're all sort of doing it together and no one's making money, I might consider that. But we believed it was more important that our kids really gained a skill in whatever that part of the business was, and we would pay them well. Susan said, thanks. And Sherry said, I'm here for me. Oh, good. Yes, because I know you've been trying to get your business started. So if y'all have specific questions about starting an online business or going through this process, leave me a comment and we can chat here. Thanks so much. Now, this is not your typical homeschool thing, but I will tell you, it is an elective, just like um, other things are I can't even think of. Homemaking is an elective. Changing the oil in the um, uh, car is an elective. There are so, accounting is an elective. I think it's important that our kids do that. And summer is a great time to learn about starting your, uh, an online business as a family. Hey, thanks so much for spending time with me. I hope to see you tomorrow. Carrie Beck with How to Homeschool My Child. And this is Homeschool Coffee Break. We'll talk to you next time.